0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Uh, We're going live on Instagram now. Uh, It's about midday uh, on Tuesday, answering some questions. So uh, we'll see what people throw up. And we'll get stuck into it. We'll see how many people we end up with on. Uh, g'day, guys. Any questions you've got, send them through. Thought we'd jump on for 20 minutes, half an hour, just around lunchtime to have a chat. Uh, all will be recorded on the podcast. Uh, so any questions you got, guys, send them through. Get the ball rolling. Uh, whether it's internationals, 2024, whatever you would like to talk about, uh, send your questions in. We can get stuck into it. I'm not sure what's going on with my lives at the moment. They seem to start really slow, a lot slower than what they used to. Maybe I've been like shadow band or something. Uh, but whatever questions you got, guys, send them through. Uh, let's get stuck in. We've obviously got the two internationals this weekend, a little bit less than the last few weeks, uh, but still going to be very interesting. Australia and New Zealand, I'm very keen for. Any players, Dragons should target? From Dave. Uh, it's interesting with the Dragons, isn't it? And obviously, the way that this halve situation has played out has been pretty fucked. Uh, not how I saw it playing out for them, and I'm sure not how Shane Flanagan saw it playing out for them. Uh, obviously, Benny Hunt's there. Uh, Benny Hunt's, I think, made it pretty clear he doesn't want to be there. Uh, He's now said that he'll sort of hang around, but fuck, it's not a good look at all. Uh, They obviously have have Telltale Moan, who they've put a lot of work into over the last few years. That incident has played out. Uh, They might not have him this year. It looks likely they won't have him this year. And then Bud Sullivan as well, who they just let go to the Tigers. So uh, all the guys they've been working on the last few years and the guy they've built their club around either aren't going to be there aren't there or don't want to be there. So not ideal. Flano is essentially the only other ball player in the club, Kyle Flanagan, um, who I actually thought played his best football uh, rugby league last year playing nine so really interesting situation obviously uh, his old man's the coach um, we, we, I know for a fact that Shane's always really rated Kyle so hopefully uh, he can get the very best out of uh, Kyle there because I had Kyle on the podcast a couple of years ago really nice young kid I like him I think he came in under a lot of scrutiny I think he killed it in the Toyota Cup which you know Obviously, in hindsight, Toyota Cup wasn't the be-all and end-all. But then all of a sudden, he was signed by the Roosters and he had to walk into the shoes of Cooper Cronk, which was going to be a tough gig for anyone. Um, You know, Kyle's team got to a semi-final. They only just missed a prelim final to the Penrith Panthers. Uh, And obviously, since since then, it hasn't gone overly well. So hopefully going to a new club, a fresh start for Kyle. Hopefully he can bring out the best in him. But uh, I'm really not super confident of where the Dragons are going. So a ball player, I think it'd be fantastic. I think Tommy Dearden would probably be my target. Jerome Lewis out there. I personally think Jerome Lewis stays at the Panthers, though. Uh, so Tommy Dearden would be the one that I would be going after, personally. Uh, I've heard people suggest, like Jack Wellsby and them. And, yeah, okay, maybe it's a maybe it's a good little gamble. that obviously worked out with Gareth Witter. Uh, but for me, I think Tommy Dearden would be the guy. If I was the Dragons and I was looking to try and turn my club around, he's probably the guy that's available that I would start with. I don't think Jerome law would be the right fit. Uh, I think I'd be going with Tommy Dearden, for sure. He's shown what he can do in the Origin Arena. Uh, Critter is the best centre, yes or no? Yeah, really interesting one. I think from watching Rep Footy this year, I think Hamiso is just fucking unbelievable. Uh, and I guess it depends what you value. Uh, for me, I, I I said Hamiso the other day, and a lot of you guys made really good arguments, and I sort of pride myself on uh, not being stubborn to things and whatnot. So uh, I think if you had Critter or Hamiso sort of one and two, I could understand either way. Uh, and you know what? Based on what Stephen Crichton has done in the grand finals over the last few years, I can understand why people have Critter as an out out number one. Um, And you know what? If you told me Critter was number one, I probably wouldn't push back on you. But I, I just think Hamiso, just what I've seen from him in the rep arena, I think that with time, he could be the number one center in the game, and I think he potentially is right now. But we'll see what happens, obviously. It's an unfair argument because Stephen Crichton's going to go to Canterbury. He's not going to be as successful, and people are going to make uh, the assumption that Stephen Crichton's shit all of a sudden, which isn't fair. He's an absolute superstar. Uh, But, yeah, it's very interesting who's the best center in the game. Keen to hear your guys' thoughts. The other night watching that game, I was thinking, Hamiso. the more I look at it, the more I read your guys' comments, maybe I did go a little bit over the top. Maybe it is Critter, uh, but two absolute champions there. I think Herbie Farmworth has to be right in that conversation as well. He was incredible. Uh, Should Iroh start for the Sharks? I think so, mate. Uh, I've been saying it for a while. I think the kid's a genuine superstar. I think there's a lot of teams that should be going after him, whether that's as a centre, wing, fullback, whatever it might be. I don't quite think he's ready to be a fullback in the NRL just yet. I think center or wing would be his spot. And um, I think the Sharkies, they've had a lot of issues, especially on on that left edge for a long time now. I think he could potentially be the answer. And I think he could be that little bit of spark that they need as well. So I would be picking him. I would have picked him halfway through last year, though. Um, for Craig Fitzgibbon not to pick him, there obviously must be a reason there. Uh, what that is, I'm not too sure. My experiences with him is he's a really good kid. Uh, my experience, my, from what I've heard, he trains hard. So, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure what the go is there. Maybe Fitzgibbon's is just waiting for the right moment. Uh, maybe he can see things in his game that I can't see, uh, which he probably could. He's one of the greatest to ever do it, Craig Fitzgibbon. Uh, and looks to be a very good coach. He's obviously, made finals two times in a row and whatnot. Uh, he coached Delhi M medalist in his first year of halfback, so uh, you got to give credit to Craig Fitzgibbon. Um, so yeah, I'd be playing Euro, I'd be playing him at left center, and I'd be shifting Talakai out of that center role and pl- playing him somewhere else. But I think it's pretty evident that Fitzy obviously values what uh, Siva brings coming out of his own end, which I think is what people sleep on a lot with him. Uh, he doesn't score as many tries as what you'd expect, but he averages 180 run meters, which is huge. So I can understand why Fitzy has done what he's done but I would have played him by now for sure and I think he will be there next year. Uh, Underrated halves combo for next season. Underrated halves combo. Um, Sort of hard isn't it? Like I look at all the teams in this competition, and I'm, you know, I'm pretty confident. I know which ones are going to go good and which ones are sort of going to struggle. As far as underrated, I don't know if anyone's hugely jumping out at me. To be completely honest, with you. the Dragons, I'm not overly confident with uh, the New Zealand Warriors. I think we know what to expect with them. I guess, you know, if you can get S J. and Tomato Martin playing a whole season together, or Chanel Harris Tavita, maybe they could be a little bit slept on. I think you know what you're going to get with the Sharkies. Parramatta, you know we're going to get? Maybe Manly. You know what? The Manly Seagulls. Because I think Luke Brooks is going to do really well next year. I think a lot of people have been getting stuck into Brooksy this offseason. I think it's a little bit unfair, personally. I think he'll be a good signing. So, off the dome, if I had to pick one underrated halves pairing, I would probably go for the Manly Seagulls. But am I tipping them to make the top eight? I'm probably not to be honest with you, so read into that what you will. Um, outside of that, all the other halves pairings, we sort of know what we're going to get, I think. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, I think you will still be an underrated halves pairing. You'll have Jacko, you'll have Tyson Gamble. I think that despite what they did last year, we'll still get to next season, we'll look at teams on paper and teams will probably undervalue that halves pairing. You've also got Jack Hogger there, so if they had an injury in one of those two spots, they arguably could get better. I think Will Price is going to be the wild card up there as well. I don't think he'll play 5-8, but I think I think he'll be a little smoky for that spot as well. So uh, underrated halves, very good question. I'm probably looking at Newcastle. Uh, even the Titans, I think they're underrated as a halves pairing, but we all sort of know who they are and what they do. So uh, is Sean Keppy a good signing for South from Aaron Henderson? Uh, I think so, mate. I like Kepi. Uh, He probably hasn't reached the heights that I thought he would have by this point in his career, uh, but I do think he's a handy signing. I think he'll be a good grab for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, we saw last year that when they they were without you know one of of Harm or Totola. They really struggled. Harm Saleh's obviously left. Uh, so I think they did, they did need to fill that role. And I think Kepi will be a handy pickup. You're never going to have to pay him overs as well. I don't think he's ever going to be a rep footballer. I think he'll be a really solid first grader uh, who will do a job. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's a good signing. I, I, I like it. You can't – not every signing can be a superstar. Sometimes you need depth guys. And I think he's definitely one of those guys. Who should sign Jack Wellsby and what's his position? That one's from Peter. Uh, look, mate, I haven't watched enough of Wellsby to probably make that call. Uh, as I always say to you guys, I don't watch a stack of English Super League, so I won't fake it or pretend like I do. That'll be a fucking cop out. Uh, but I think Wellesby can play. I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I watched the start of that World Cup. He absolutely gave it to Small. They won by 60. He was very impressive. You know, he was I was being told he'd dominate the NRL. He'd do this, he'd do that we got to the end of that World Cup and I wasn't overly impressed with him to be completely honest with you. He's solid. I think he could handle himself in the NRL but I'm not sure uh, if he'd be the superstar that people are telling me about but in saying that I know for a fact that there were a number of people, a number of recruitment managers in the NRL that went over to England to watch their uh, series against Tonga. I know there was a few that were there on Saturday to watch their game so to watch him in particular so he obviously has got ability the beauty of him too is that he's 22 years old. I think he's the captain of England at 22 which is unbelievable. That's like Brad Fittler sort of shit when he was captain of the Kangaroos. Very different, obviously, but very interesting to see a guy at that age do something like that, especially when you consider... The guys that are in his team, uh, you know, Elliot Whitehead, Johnny Bateman, and they've gone with Wellsby as their skipper, that's probably saying something. Uh, I think his best position from I've seen is fullback or 5'8". Which one of those two is his best? I'm not too sure. I'm not really sure how he goes defensively. So if you're going to play 5'8 in the NRL, you have to be able to defend. Uh, you have to be able to defend at a high click and not let it impact your attack as well, which I just don't know enough about him. So maybe fullback might be the spot for him in the NRL if he was to come over. And I think there's a number of teams that are looking at him. And I think there's a number of teams that should be looking at him. If it's a punt that works out, you know, I was speaking the other day about potentially moving Hamiso to the centres for the Dolphins. If they could sign him and have a punt at him, and if it doesn't work out, they've got Hamiso there, they've got Herbie there, they've got other options at fullback. So I wouldn't mind that little gamble. Uh, I I would say would it have lined up? Wayne Bennett might have coached him for England, so there might be a little uh, link there as well. Don't quote me on that. Uh, But, yeah, I I think it's worth NRL teams taking a punt on Wellesby, but I'm not convinced he's going to be like an out-and-out star in the NRL just yet. Um, and maybe that's got something to do with, you know, just previous experience with English stars coming over here. Uh, We've had some very, very successful ones, but my God, we've had some guys that have come over here and not fired a shot or have underperformed. So we'll see. Does Clifford replace Townsend if Chadwick doesn't step up from last year? Uh, Yeah, Jake Clifford's an interesting one, obviously a hometown boy up there, coming through the grades, he was an absolute star, Uh, obviously went to Newcastle, did pretty well there at the start of that season, faded towards the back end like the rest of Newcastle, went over to England, he's now coming back, I think it's a good depth signing I like Jakey Clifford Um, I personally think Tom Dearden's got the ability to be a halfback up there Uh, so I think that if Chad doesn't work out I'd probably hand the keys to Tommy Dearden, make it his side, but then you could see Jake the Snake jumping in at 5'8 there so I think it's a good signing and yeah, I think he will put pressure on both of those two, especially if it doesn't work out. Obviously this year, um, you know, no matter how badly the Cowboys went, they had the year before to sort of lean on. Um, if you go two bad years in a row, then you sort of got to start to look around the room or make changes. And I'm sure Toddy Payton will. So I think Jake is a little warning shot to Chad and to Tommy Din probably more so Chad, to be fair, um, that if you're not performing, we have got other options here. So I like the signing and I, I think he's a good player. Uh, thoughts on Caesar to Concord that's from Yusuf yeah uh, I like the signing I think that when you're the West Tigers and you have to pay overs for absolutely fucking everyone you get near your club to get Aiden Caesar I think it's a reasonably good get am I confident it's going to turn the club around no uh, am I confident it's going to be a success To be honest with you, no, but I think it has got potential to to be successful. I think under Benji Marshall, they can get some good footy out of Aiden Caesar. I think he has got a good footy brain. I really liked him as a young kid coming through. Probably never quite lived up to the heights. I, I thought that he would. Insane that you know. I, I say to Kempi all the time, and Timmy, you know, we talk about this Raiders side. They've got no attack. They've got no spine. How do they score points? Aiden Caesar was a halfback that got them to a grand final. So, uh, and I, I don't know people say oh, it was all Jack White and whatever. It wasn't. Aiden Caesar was very good that year. He got them to a grand final. So, uh, I don't think it's a bad signing. I think for the situation the Tigers are in, they've done pretty well to not absolutely blow the piggy bank out of the water uh, to get a halfback and experienced halfback like Aiden Caesar. So, I'm keen to see. How how it goes i think it can be successful but if uh, i'm not going to sit here and tell you they're going to make the top eight because i just don't think they will uh what have we got Best back, Parramatta can sign. Now, yeah, it'll be interesting, you know, like something that a few Parramatta Elf fans have floated to me is that they could sign a gun fullback and move uh, Gutho to centre, which, yeah, sure, uh, I think Gutho's best position is fullback. Uh, do I think there's better fullbacks than Gutho? Yes, 100%, uh, but I still think he's a top 10 guy at least. Gutho, uh, just for the effort he puts in and whatnot, he might not be the most naturally skilled or naturally talented guy, uh, but his effort is second to none, and that's what you want from a skipper. Could still do that at centre, So. Maybe Maybe a fullback out there. I don't know. Like I keep looking at, you know, uh, Suafar Longo. Maybe you could make a swap there. uh, Give the Melbourne Storm maybe uh, their forward that they're they're sort of lacking. Uh, You know, who that would be, I'm not too sure. You probably wouldn't want to give either of your starting front rowers like a um, uh, 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 Makatoa, a uh, Wittemar Greg, maybe like a Ryan Madison. They're willing to trade him uh, for Josh Haddockar, if you believe those rumours, which I'm not sure if I do, to be honest with you. Uh, but maybe like a Mato for far longer. Could be a good little play there. Get a little bit of X-factor into fullback. Uh, but personally, I'd be trying to sign a centre or a winger. I think Gutho does a good enough job at fullback. I keep saying the name, but Kale itero I'm very confident he's going to be a fucking star. Uh, so he's the one I'd be going after. I think Connor Tracy's been floated as well. I think he'd be a really good get as well. So, Parramatta have got options. Um... Obviously signed Morgan Harper the other day. People blew up Deluxe, and I, I don't understand why. Parramatta haven't signed him as a strike centre. Parramatta haven't paid a mozza for him, so he'll be a depth guy. And when you have a couple of injuries, it'll be handy to have Morgan Harper. Uh, so, yeah, I, it just it's so weird watching them in the market and how they handle their their centre wings. It's it's just bizarre because they I think it's been very evident for a long time. They're just one strike short, but they just haven't been able to get that guy. And when you can't get a strike centre when you got Mitch Moses and Dilbrand as your halves. I just wonder what's going on there. Maybe they've got young guys coming through uh, that they believe will be the future and that those are the guys that they need. I'm not too sure. There are a couple of young guys coming through their junior grades. I mean, you look at what they've done with Will Pensini. They've brought him on over the last few years. His younger brother's coming through the grades. You've got Blaise Talangi, a couple of talented guys there. So see how it plays out. Bradman Best is another name I've heard floated. I think that'll be a great signing for them, a real strike centre. Uh, but just with Bradman's injury history, I don't know. I'd be hesitant to sign him. If you're the Knights, you've already got him good as gold. uh, But I'd be hesitant to pay big money to get Bradman down there. I want to sort of see, you know, two or three years of, uh, you know, consistent footy where his body doesn't hold him back. Uh, But if you take the risk and it works out, Bradman's a genuine superstar. Uh, do you see KPP or Price in the starting lineup for the Knights? Uh, I do, mate. I, I think that they'll play throughout the year. I'm not sure if they'll be in the round one side, uh, but I'll, I think Will Price is the real wild card. Kai, Kai Pierce-Paul, I've always liked him. I haven't got to watch him enough over the last year. I spoke about this in the last live stream. Uh, but, yeah, I think both have got the potential to crack into that side. I think Kai Pierce-Paul, his best opportunity, could be uh, snagging a spot on that left edge. Uh, obviously, you've got Lucky Fitzgibbon, who's gone to the Super League. So, someone's got to take that. That spot whether it's you know Cartwright, Dylan Lucas, or Kaipe's Paul. Not too sure. I think the trials will probably decide that one. Um, Adam Elliott's played edge before, but I think he'll play thirteen. I think that's his best spot. Um and, yeah, Will Price, I reckon he's a sniff to get potentially the six, uh, but I don't think he'll get it for round one. If he does get it, I think you will obviously go with Gamble. I think Colger will probably be in front of him as well. But he's a real wild card. I can't wait to watch him in trials. Uh, he's another guy that if KP goes down, he could be the next choice fullback as well. So uh, can play 5'8", fullback, centre. Don't know if he could play wing. I'm sure he probably could handle it, but it might be a case of maybe they move Gagai to the Sting, him at centre. I doubt they'll move Gagai, but the beauty of Newcastle's situation is that they've got options, and you always want to have options. When you don't have options, that's when it really kicks you in the dick. So I like the spot the Newcastle Knights are in at the moment. Obviously, they've got a lot of momentum to build off. Uh, You've got to remember with KP as well, he just won a Dalian medal with... You know, 15 weeks playing fullback, coming off a five-eights preseason. So when he gets a full off-season, that he's injury-free, uh, that he gets to train for his fullback role and get at his right weight and everything, uh, he could be a very scary prospect next year. KP, so really excited about the Newcastle Knights. Should Dolphins target Jaden Campbell? This was my suggestion the other day. I love the move. I think that kid has got superstar written all over him. I think he just needs to be in the right system. And I think under Wayne Bennett, he could get the absolute uh, very best out of him. There's no doubt about that in my mind whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah, I think it'd be a really good signing for them. And you could obviously move Hamiso uh, to the centers. You could shore up that side defensively. Uh, and you'd let Hermiso sort of roam. You'd probably let Herbie roam a little bit as well. Um, to have Jaden Campbell, Herbie. Uh, and Hamiso popping up wherever they want it on the field. Fuck it, it'd be hard to handle. Defensively, it might throw them out a little bit. I think you'd have to have some form of structure to it. Uh, But, geez, it could be dangerous. I would love to see it. Uh, What have we got? Yeah, Matthew Perry passing away. Pretty sad. I've I've always been a much bigger Seinfeld guy, Uh, so I haven't watched as much Friends. But, obviously, a legend. Pretty sad to hear that yesterday. Uh, Turbo, fullback or centre for Manly? I would still go fullback, mate. Uh... Uh, but uh, maybe I'm just a sucker for getting hurt, you know. I still want to see him play fullback. I think centre, I hear all the arguments that it might be better for his career, and sure, uh, but I just think on his days, the best fullback in rugby leagues. So that's where I want to see him. But if you're the Manly Seagulls, you probably have to start looking around the room and really considering uh, what's best for Tom Travojevich and what's best for the Manly Seagulls as well. If you didn't have another fullback in the club, it makes it a bit harder. you got Garrick, you got Kohler, you've got a lot of very talented guys. Uh, we've seen a small sample size of Kohler. I want people to note that against the two worst teams in the comp but I think you'll make a fantastic fullback and you've got Garrick who you've seen fucking like when Turbo got injured in 2022 up until Jersey Gate, Ruben Garrick pretty much had him playing finals footy when he was playing fullback and then it all went to shit all the off-field stuff so yeah I don't know what they're going to do with Turbo I think they're probably and I know I probably said this last year but I think they're one season-ending injury away from going okay let's do something different this just isn't working um Tom Jenkins just signed with Newcastle. Yeah, really good get. I've uh, spoke about Jenkins for the last year or two. Uh, obviously coming through the Penrith Panthers system, I think he's very, very talented. I uh, Wouldn't be surprised if he takes Dom Young's spot out there. Uh, I think it's a really good get for the Newcastle Knights. Once again, their depth is unreal, Newcastle. Uh, and I'll tell you what, if you're looking for a little smoky, have a look at the Newcastle Knights in the New South Wales Cup. I reckon their team is going to be stacked. I think they'll do very, very well next year. You think already they'll have one of... Campbell um, or Cogger in their halves. I would say it'll probably be Cogger, who just won an NRL premiership uh, and who orchestrated one of the best comebacks we've ever seen. They'll have Will Price in there. Uh, there's, you know, they'll have one of Dylan Lucas, Kai Pierce, Paul, one of these guys. It's going to be a very, very good reserve grade side that Newcastle team next year. I reckon. So one to keep an eye on there. Have a look at the betting market and whatnot. I give a start, bench, cut, Hines, Hughes, and Moses. Uh, I'd probably start Hines. Uh, then I'd probably bench Moses uh, and probably cut Hughes. As far as halfbacks go, uh, natural ability-wise, you're probably going Hughes. No, no, I don't know. Probably Hines, Moses. It's hard because Hughes is the only one that's won a competition there. That's got to elevate him. But as halfbacks, I probably prefer the other two. Uh, Caesar to Concord already got that one. Manly will win the comp guru. No doubt about it, boys. Uh, very keen to see how you go this year. We've spoken about you a little bit already today. Uh, by the way, how about you drop the vlog uh, from the bomb catching? I'm calling Tobler out. Make it work, mate. Uh, what have we got? Tom Jenkins, a good signing for the Knights. Yep, like Tom Jenkins, just mentioned him before. I think he's a really, really good get. I think he'll be handy out there. Uh, Should Tigers stay in Concord? Nah. Your thoughts on Lomax at fullback? Yeah, interesting. That's where I'd be playing him personally. Um, I think Tyrell Sloan's had a lot of opportunities. Probably hasn't made them count so far in his career. I'd be going with Lomax at fullback. I heard him the other day uh, with uh, Jimmy Graham talking about playing 5'8" which sort of came from the stars for me, to be honest with you. I did not expect that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I think fullback is where I'd be starting in this season. But, fuck, I'll tell you what, the 5-8 chat, I don't hate it all of a sudden when you consider all their options – Fuck it. What have the Dragons got to lose? Why not play Lomax there and just see what happens? I I, I don't know. I'd be playing him at 5'8 or at fullback. center. yeah, sure, he'll do a good job there. But I just don't know if they're going to have the halves, especially if he's playing on that right edge. I just don't know if they're going to have the halves to get him good ball. So, you know, with what the, the side the Dragons have and the squad they have, you know, playing a Lomax or a Bird at 5'8, honestly, I don't hate it. Uh, Do you see Josh Adokar going to the Knights? I don't, mate. I think he'll stay at Canterbury. I know there's been a lot of whispers around there and whatnot, but I do think he'll stay at Canterbury for the foreseeable future. More union players to make the jump to NRL? Sure. Um, It's been going on for a long time. We just don't make as big a deal about it. Um, You have a look at all the league clubs now. When I was a kid uh, growing up in Sydney, all the league clubs would be putting... You know, they players into league schools. You have a look now. I know the Roosters and Souths, for example, all their juniors, they're being put into, you know, Waverley. They're getting put into, like, Newington, Scots, these sort of schools. So um, And a lot of those guys get probably perceived as being union talents uh, when it's just the league's teams have put them in there to keep them on the straight and narrow. So I do think you'll see more and more union players coming over to league, uh, which is sad because union, you know, they fought so hard to get the World Cup. And now, honestly, I don't know if anything has ever looked less appealing than a Wallabies jersey at the moment. So uh, as much as I'm a league guy and, you know, we're meant to hate union and all this shit, uh, I do just find it sad to watch, to be honest with you, because we shouldn't be in the position that we're in. It's very unfortunate. Uh, Yeah, how's it going, Guru? National sports. I'm good, mate. Thank you. Uh, We've got some exciting things coming up next year, Uh, some exciting announcements and whatnot, which I think you guys will really love and it'll just take the content to a brand new level. So super exciting year coming up. You guys will see all that very, very soon. Uh, Who do you honestly think will replace Herbie at left centre? I rate Cobo on the week as a bigger body. Maybe bring in Mariner thoughts. I actually prefer Mariner, mate. I think he'll be the guy. Um, I think Cobo, you know, I'm sure he could handle himself there. But the combination he's got with Adam Reynolds out there, I just don't know if you want to break them up. They're just untouchable out there. In saying that, you might want to break up the combo of Stags and Cobo. There has been issues there. Uh, But I I personally don't think Cobo is just ready. I don't think he's mature enough right now to play center. Obviously, everyone will look at the attacking highlights and whatnot and uh, the potential there. But I just think defensively, He's not quite mature yet enough for me to play centre. So I'd be keeping him on the right wing. Whilst you've got Adam Reynolds in the best kicking game in Rugby League, I'd be keeping him out there. Even just the amount of space he creates for Jordan Rickey and Staggs as well. Your winger always has to hold the paint. You can't let um, someone get outside you because Adam Reynolds will make it count every single time. Not to mention when you got Reese Walsh coming down that edge as well. I wouldn't be changing it up so much. I'd probably be going with Dean Mariner. Um do you think Holbrook will unlock the Roosters' attack? The, the defence looked sorted last year. Yeah, towards the back end, it looked sorted. Yeah, Holbrook's an interesting one. He obviously uh, played for the Roosters back in the day. Uh, obviously, you know, his Titans have always played pretty good attacking footy. So it will be interesting. I mean, it's wild. Like, And I'm not having a crack at anyone here, but it is insane that people... Messaging me being like Holbrook's going to unlock the Roosters attack. Like I've had Cooper Cronk there the last few years, you know, guys like Cronk, Anthony Minichello, these sort of guys. So we'll be interested to see the impact that Holbrook has. Uh, Probably don't have enough uh, information on it though. Guru, when you're stopping by the Knighted Bar for a beer, mate? Mate, I assume you're in Newcastle. I don't know why, but I've got a feeling you might be in Brisbane. I could be completely off the fucking mark there. I don't know when I'll be in Newcastle next, but Brisbane will be up there for Magic Round again. Uh, Already super excited for that. My favorite weekend of the year. Uh, We'll be up there at the Caxton and whatnot. I'm sure we'll have a meet and greet. We'll probably have another super coach, beers and break evens. Meet and greet, myself and Timmy. Um, Always the best weekend in rugby league. So I think you might be up in Brisbane, mate. I'd love to pop in and have a look. Depending on how those days look, I imagine they're going to be pretty hectic. What do you think of the chances? The Panthers go four in a row. From Tommy, I think they're a really good chance, bro. Um, I think that their losses this year, Stephen Crichton, I think that's really going to hurt them. Uh, Spencer is going to hurt them as well. And but I, I still think last year was probably bigger losses, to be honest with you. Api Kurosawa and Viliami Kikau. I, I think losing Appy was massive. They just made it work, though. Stephen Crichton, they're obviously going to miss his big moments and all that sort of stuff, which I completely agree with. But, you know, Taylor May will coming into that role, and he'll do really well. So I think they're every chance to go four in a row, mate. I really do. You have a look at Nate Cleary, Jerome Luai. Mitch Kenny, uh, they're going to have a whole off-season where they don't play rep footy, so finally they get that rest that they really, really needed. Uh, I give the Panthers every opportunity to win a fourth in a row, and I'm probably going to back them uh, come the kickoff of the seasons. Um... Realistically, how far off are the Raiders winning a premiership? I think you're a while off, mate. I think you're a long way off, to be honest with you. Um, I think the Raiders have built a fantastic culture over the last few years. Of we make the eight, there's no fucking excuses. Whether we scrape in, whatever, we just make the eight. Uh, we might not have the ability of other sides, but we make the top eight. And I think that um, you know the Raiders, that's been a great culture to build. But over the next couple of years, you know, like Jared Croker, obviously retired this year. Looks like next year, Jordan Rupp and Elliot Whitehead, like key culture guys are going to be leaving that side. It's To attract big talent, I am a little bit worried about the Raiders over the next few years. I think they've done really well in the juniors market. Uh, They've signed a lot of teenagers that I think could be genuine stars, Uh, but are they going to be able to hold on to them? Are they going to be able to get the very best out of them? that's just my big question mark because the Raiders, I think with their forward pack, they've got the best out of a lot of guys. They're outside backs and halves. I'd have to question a lot of that over the last few years. Uh, so yeah, personally, I think the Raiders are a while off winning a comp. Unfortunately, mate, I hope I'm wrong. Um, same time. I hope I'm not wrong because uh, I don't really want to see Timmy all that happy, but yeah, I think you're a while off to be honest with your brother. Um, you reckon Harry Grant is held back by not even featuring in the grand final yet? Uh, when will he win a comp? Yeah, I, I think Harry Grant, it's interesting this Melbourne Storm side, isn't it? I've, I think they're still reeling from Cameron Smith retiring, uh, and I think there's there's a chance they might have the second best hooker ever, depending on how his career plays out, but I think he's got the ability to be the second best hooker we've ever seen. I thought that before he debuted though. so maybe I'm a little bit maybe got a little bit of favouritism towards Harry Grant, one of my OG, could be anything uh, but yeah, I just they're just lacking that key forward. I think this offseason, I really hope the Melbourne Storm make a splash and go out and get that guy. Like a Tom Flegler uh, or a Spentolini would have been fucking fantastic for them. I'm not sure who it's going to be, but they do just need that one more explosive forward that I hope they can get their paws on. Uh, what have we got? Four and at 14 next year. he can slot in at nine, can fill in at half, could play 13 in a pinch, still have his leadership whilst building around the young blokes. No, nah, he'd still be my halfback or my 5'8 next year, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, I know he can play nine, but. That's not why why you sign Kieran Foran. I think that when you look at the impact he had on David Favita in just his first season, I think you want to squeeze all the juice you can out of the Kieran Foran lemon. So I would definitely be playing him at half or five-eight. I wouldn't even consider a 14 role. Uh, And I don't want him defending in the middle either. I want him defending on an edge where he has to do a little bit less work. Uh, All right, guys, that will... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... That'll probably do us uh, for today's live. It's been about half an hour or so. Guys, if you missed any of this episode, uh, I'll be dropping this tomorrow morning on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You can tune in, have a look at that. During the off-season, we'll try and do more of these lunchtime uh, Q&As uh, for you guys to fill some time when you're on your breaks and whatnot, so, and for me to fill some fucking time as well. Let's be honest here. So thanks for joining us once again, guys. All the audio will be available on the Rugby League Guru Podcast tomorrow. Cheers, Legends.